Okay, first let's start with the trigonometry. Um, so here they have given it's a Greek word measurement of triangles. Actually, this trigonometry was derived from the word trigonon and metron. Okay, trigonon measuring the sides of the triangle. That's the exact meaning of trigonometry. Okay, we are going to read about many types of triangles in trigonometry. Okay, trigon and metron. You understand? Okay, Josh. Mm -hmm. So the next one. What are the central angle of a circle? Just one second. I'll download this so that I can write it on the uh, notes. Okay. Yeah, even I can write it here itself. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Central angle of a circle. What is that central angle? These are the basic definition you should know to go inside. Okay. So that's what we are going to see now. First one is what is the definition of your trigonometry? What is the central angle? Angle whose vertex you call it to be the center of the circle. Okay. Angle whose vertex is the center of the circle. That's called the central angle of a circle. Okay. So when you are going to have a circle like this. Okay. Fine, George. And this is going to make an angle means this is called as a central angle. We call it. Okay. Fine. Mm -hmm. Next. What are complementary angles? Two positive angles whose sum is going to be 90 degree measurements. We call it to be the complementary angles. Okay. This I hope you would have studied in your fourth and fifth grade itself. What are your supplementary angles? Two positive angles whose sum measurement. When you add up, you should get 180 degrees. Okay. What is degree? The most common unit of angle measure denoted by the symbol. This one you call it to be the degree. Okay. Fine. Mm -hmm. So uh, if I'm going to say. A measure of one degree is equivalent to a rotation of one over 360. That means a one complete revolution has happened. Okay. Because in a circle, we start from zero and we end up with 360. That's why it's one upon 360. Okay. Yes, George, got it? Mm -hmm. Okay. One second. I need to move down just one second. Now I think. Okay. Now let's go into the thing of your one second. Let me remove all these things. Okay. Is it okay? I will open the file here, George. Because yep. it's confusing for me. One second. Sure. Just one second. Let me open it here. The writing part will be easier for me. Okay, yeah. Now coming to the definition of an angle. How you are getting an angle? An angle is determined by rotating a day, ray, okay, half line about its endpoints. Okay, fine. You are going to rotate a particular ray about this half point, you will get an angle. Okay, next. What is the definition of an initial side? Initial side means the starting position of a particular angle where it is formed. Okay, from here only it's starting. So this mm -hmm. is called as an initial side, and it gets ended at this point. You call it to be the terminal side. Okay, so the position of the ray after the rotation when an angle is formed, you call it to be the terminal side. Okay, then coming to the part of what is the vertex of an angle. Vertex means it's nothing but the end point of the ray where it, both the 
uh, how an angle is formed an angle is formed by joining two rays okay and where the two rays meet at a common point that common point you call it to be the vertex okay you understood josh okay. yep now an angle is a standard position when the angle's vertex is the origin okay of a coordinate system and its initial side coincide with the positive x axis so standard position means when your angle's vertex will be at the origin okay of a coordinate system and its initial side coincides with the positive x axis okay that means like this it should be you understand mm -hmm. this is the origin this is called as a standard position okay that means this initial side okay and this one gets coinciding with the positive x axis okay next what is your positive angle it's generated by a counter clockwise rotation whereas a negative angle is generated by a clockwise rotation got it yes mm -hmm. now if two angles are coterminal then they have the same initial side and same terminal side okay yes mm -hmm. now see this like uh, you scroll again sorry Sorry, yeah, yeah, yes. the last written. yeah yeah so when you say the two angles are coterminal then they have when they have the same initial side and same terminal side okay you are having two angles here you understand see like this somewhere you understand okay. same initial side and same terminal side okay for example i have shown there okay yeah next mm -hmm. coming to your radian measure this is very important when you go to your unit circle okay so why we are introducing all these things here if you are thorough with this the unit circle will be easier for you okay now the measure of an angle is determined by the amount of rotation from the initial side to the terminal side obviously how you measure your angle from your terminal side how much it has turned uh, till to your term, uh, sorry initial side to terminal side that will measure your angle okay fine now what is one radian one radian means it's a measure of a central angle theta that means so if i'm going to have an angle in a particular circle okay fine this is the vertex i'm going to have sorry for example i'm showing you okay fine so one radian means where your intercepts of an arc s equal in length to the radius of the circle okay you understand mm -hmm. this part okay next what are central angle central angle of one full revolution that means it becomes a counter clockwise there okay corresponds to an arc length of s that is 2 pi r you understand mm -hmm. central angle of one full revolution will be 2 pi r always okay next a full revolution of a circle of radius r will correspond to an angle of 2 pi radians okay a half revolution will be pi here okay full revolution means it is 2 pi the radians and half a revolution of that will be pi because half means already 2 pi was there for full revolution half of that will be pi you understand this mm -hmm. one <coughs> next one angles with measures between 0 and pi by 2 radians will be acute angle okay so uh, 0 to pi by 2 obviously you will have 30 degree 45 degree 60 degree like that okay and angle measures between 90 degree and 180 that would be obtuse angles okay now 
what you have to do if they are asking you to find an angle that is coterminal to a given angle theta means you need to add or subtract 2 pi okay fine to measure the angle of theta for example see this find an angle that is coterminal with theta equals to negative pi upon h okay so what you need to do here it is negative pi upon h they have given okay you need to add or subtract 2 pi okay to measure the angle of theta so what you will do here can you guess george it's 45 yes right okay next one uh find the sublimant uh, one minute one minute hmm. yeah it's 45 sorry yeah find the sublimant of theta equals to pi by 4 no um no sorry wait a second it won't be 45 actually it'll just be 22.5 one but, second i mean like the angle itself will be um uh like 22.5 but the coterminal angle will be 15 point and 15 pi over 8 Yes, right, 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 right. And um, pi over four, the coterminal angle. Yeah, sorry, yeah, the supplement of pi over four would just be um three pi over four. Yes, the first one will be approximately I think so three hundred and thirty-five or something. Yeah, this one is supplement. Okay, yes, correct. Okay, now come this. A full revolution around the circle corresponds to three sixty degree. This I told you. When you have a circle, it starts with zero, ninety, one eighty, three sixty. Okay. So two seventy, and then when it reaches again here, it becomes three sixty. That's why three sixty degree is called as a complete angle. Okay. Next half revolution will be one eighty degree. Okay. This one, got it? Yes, George. Mm -hmm. Now next one to convert degree to radians. This is very important. You will get many problems based on that. when they are giving a degree and they are asking you to convert it into radian okay you multiply that degree by 180 degree okay pi mm -hmm. so pi radians you are going to multiply it by 180 degree okay to convert your radians to degree you need to multiply your radians by 180 degree that's the thing okay got it mm -hmm. so now convert 120 degree to radians they have given the degree they are asking you to convert it into radians got it so converting 120 degrees to radians i'll just be 2 pi over 3 and converting 9 pi over 8 from radians to degrees would just basically be 3 i uh, will be um 405 yes now oh wait sorry no that's 9 pi nine. sorry that's 9 pi over 8 sorry yes, then i'll be um 202.5 sorry i thought it said i'm uh <clears throat> I thought that was reading something else. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Okay. No problem. Okay. So for each and every uh, degree, they have given the radians measure here. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, what are applications of angles? Okay. So for a circle of radius r, a central angle theta will intercept an arc length. Okay. S is equals to r theta. Okay. The theta you call it to be the measure. In radians, okay. Now, if I'm going to have r is equal to one and s is theta, the radian measure of theta will be equals to the arc length actually. Fine. Mm -hmm. So, how we will find when they are giving a linear speed? They are asking you to find the linear speed. If s is the length of the arc and t is the time, okay. The linear speed formula is arc length over time. That is s over t. This is the formula you need to find the linear speed of a particle. when they are in terms of angles okay in a coordinate plane they are they are asking you to find the angular speed means the formula is central angle divided by the time okay 
linear speed is arc length divided by the time angular speed is central angle divided by the time okay yes jobs yeah just make a note of these formulas so when the problem comes it will be yeah yeah yes sure. okay yeah okay. yeah yeah okay now let's go to the uh, next one so you can just try this one and see a 6 inch diameter gear makes 2.5 revolutions per second find the angular speed of the gear in radians per second just try this and check whether you are getting this answer okay now, so yeah, um it's 6 inch di yeah so it's 6 uh, inch diameter which means that it's going to have a radius 3 yes right and it makes 2.5 revolutions per second so that basically means it's uh doing that around 5 radians hmm. per second yeah cuz yes 5 pi radians per second yeah yes right okay next now coming to a sector this all these definitions in circles itself you have read it's just a review what is a sector of a circle region bounded by two radii of the circle so and the intercepted arc so if i am going to have a circle and this this is the this is nothing but a radii right from the center to this and this is also becomes a radii so this one becomes the sector of a circle the region bounded by two radii of the circle and the intercepted arc okay so <coughs> for any circle of radius r area formula for this area of a sector of a circle is nothing but a equals to 1 over 2 times r square times theta this formula is very important uh, because when you go to integral calculus or something it is very useful for you okay this formula okay. we will be using for integrating the given they will give a curve or any function they will give you and they will ask you to integrate or differentiate even for differentiation okay so this formula is very important area of a sector of a circle that is 1 over 2 times r square theta okay yes mm -hmm. let me take the next one so i'll give the introduction for 4.2 also then we will move on to the uh, book exercises okay so it will be okay so now the first coming to the definition of an unit circle okay so what is a unit circle just one second and go this to that one second josh i'm just opening it yes okay what is a unit circle as i told you a circle of radius 1 the center must be at the origin and given by the equation x square plus y square equal to 1 okay is called as a unit circle okay you understand mm -hmm. so unit circle means it's with center at the origin radius 1 and with the equation x square plus y general equation of a circle is x square plus y square equal to r square since your radius is 1 here we are just replacing with that okay yes next coming to the important definition which we will be using here is a period what is a period a function f is periodic if there is going to exist a positive real number c okay in between whatever period uh, period uh, the interval they have given okay such that f of t plus c that means you are going to, a function is there you are going to give a small change to that function f of t plus c will be equal to t for all t in that particular domain okay the smallest number c for which f is periodic is called as a period of f can okay? i just some read that for a second sorry yeah um shall i repeat it again yeah it's okay yeah definitely so f 
a function f you are going to say when it will be periodic you are going to have a function okay in that uh, if you are going to give a small you are going to take a small number see in that it is not going to change anything to your function okay but if i am going to give a small uh, addition or something to the function okay that is f of t plus c if i am finding and that is also equal to f of t means okay for all the domain in that particular thing then the smallest number c for which f is periodic periodic means the f of t plus c equal to f of c okay the change mm -hmm. originally it was suppose i will take f of x or the circle to be um some value i will take here they have given any value here suppose one second okay i will take my own suppose if i am saying f of um x equal to x for example i am saying okay x or x squared i will take okay now if i am going to say x plus 2 so what will happen it's nothing but it will be x squared x plus 2 the whole square right but it will uh, the value after substituting or something f of x and f of x plus 2 will be the same it is equal yeah. that's called as a periodic the number whatever you have added to that which is making the function periodic after changing also it is periodic that's called as a period of f okay that is okay. Here have, uh, the period will be 2 for us that small number which doesn't make any changes in the function after adding to the given function also you call it to be a period okay does it usually represent an entire revolution or can it be smaller uh, it can be a uh, no not a full revolution it can be a smaller okay okay yeah now next one as the real number line is wrapped around the unit circle each real number t corresponds to this point x comma y on the circle okay so the real number 2 pi corresponds to the point 1 comma 0 okay you understand now each number real number t also corresponds to a central angle theta this uh, we have seen already whose radian measure will be t okay now with this interruption the arc length formula this is the formula for calculating the arc length okay s is equals to r times theta with radius always equals to 1 okay indicate what is that meaning the real number t is the length of the arc intercepted by the angle theta given in the radius okay Yes, George. Mm -hmm. You understood. Yes. Next, coming to your trigonometric functions. Okay. Obviously, when we are dealing with a unit circle, we are in a need of using the trigonometric functions. Okay. So the coordinate of x and y are two functions of the real variable t. Okay. It will have a six trigonometric functions of t. Okay. Sine, we will have it as sine, cosine. You all, you know all these things. Tangent, co cosecant, secant, and cotangent. Okay, these are the six trigonometric functions we are need in or for defining a unit circle. Okay, so now I am going to take let t be a real number, x comma y be the point on a unit circle corresponding to t. Okay, now we are going to complete the following definitions of the trigonometric functions here. Sine t equals to y. This uh, I hope uh, you have studied in your lower grades when they are describing the trigonometric function. You remember? Uh, one second. If not, I'll tell you. No, I I know that I'm um 
sine is basically equal to um uh, let's just say um x uh cosine really... is equal to y yes. um tangent is basically equal to um y over x yes because it is becoming we are using the pythagoras y. theorem yes pythagoras yeah. theorem there it's a right angle triangle 0,0 1,0 the same type okay good now uh the cosecant function will be the reciprocal of the sine and cotangent will be the reciprocal of tangent and secant function will be the cosine function okay now uh this is the tablet form we will be using when t is 0 your x will be 1 and y will be 0 okay find that x comma y coordinates they are talking about okay when it is 45 degree okay the value will be square root of 2 by 2 you remember uh mm -hmm. it is cosine of a uh, sine and cosine we are just talking yeah. about sine and cosine okay then sine 0 is 0 sine uh, cosine of 0 is 1 sorry cosine of 90 yeah then sine cosine sine cosine like that all the values corresponding to that okay now when you are going to have it for pi by 6 pi by 3 pi by 2 what all the values they have shown here yes george you understand mm -hmm. uh this i showed it in the unit circle they are just showing it separately okay yes now find the following cosine of pi by 3 Can you so cos it? yeah cosine of pi by three could just basically um be cosine of sixty and cosine of sixty is also just one half. Yes, right. Um, tangent of three pi over four that's basically also the same thing as <clears throat> uh minus tangent of sorry <clears throat> would it also be the same thing as um minus tangent of uh pi over four so one thirty five. Hmm. Okay. So, so then, then we'll actually be minus one. Yes. Right. Okay. And then cosecant of seven pi over six. That's um basically um equivalent to two ten. And cosecant of um two ten. Uh, I don't know if you know that one. Would it be just actually um, initially when you are going to have the unit circle, we know only the values of sine and cosine. Okay. Yeah. So, so uh, oh wait, quick question, quick quick question then. So um co cosecant right basically. Hmm. So um it's seven pi over two, and that's also going to be um a uh, seven pi over two, and that's also the same thing as um uh. Negative um pi over six, and that also is um negative uh thirty. So then that will also be um a uh, sine of thirty, and that would just be um a uh, one half. And since it's cosine, can you reverse them? So I'll be two over one. And since the negative will be negative two, right? Yes, obviously good. Okay. Okay. Next, coming to your domain and period of sine and cosine. Okay. So the sine function domain will be the set of all real numbers, and the range will be from negative one to one. As we have seen the uh, unit circle, it starts with uh, the zero and ends with this side, one eighty degrees. So negative one to one. Okay, this is for the sine function. You can make the domain and range. Okay, and for the cosine function, again the domain and range will be set of all real numbers, and the range will be negative one comma one. Okay, period of the sine function will be two pi, and cosine function is also two pi. Okay, and which trigonometric functions are even function? Cosine and secant will be even functions. Okay, that means you will have your f of x will be equal to, um, yeah, negative x. Negative f of x will be equal to negative f of x will become odd functions. Okay, got it, George? Yes. Mm -hmm. So then, what are the odd functions? Sine, cosecant, tangent, and cotangent will be odd functions. Okay. Now evaluate sine three thirty one pi upon six. So here you will be. That's basically the same. Oh, sorry. Yeah. That's basically yes, the same can. thing as um, uh, five. Um, you were saying mm. sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, 
that basically um reduces to uh pi. <clears throat> Sorry, that basically is um the same thing as um seven pi over six, and seven pi over six will be two ten in this case. And like oh. I said, um, it'll just be negative one half. Yes, right. Okay, and using the calculator, this is part is easy tangent of four pi by three and cos uh cosine of three. Okay. Yeah. So tangent of four pi by three would just basically be um uh <clears throat> uh two forty in this case. Yes, right. And yeah, two forty in this case, and uh cosine of three. So two. Okay, got it. Yes. Okay. Next one. Uh. Okay. Yeah. Okay, now... So, I'm going to do some problems now, it's okay? Yes, yes, obviously. One second. 